This is the BB Cast with Eileen and Anna, talking about fitness, lifestyle, and anything BB related. Hello, everyone. It's me, Ellen, and it's me, Anna. And today we will be talking about the Christmas season. Yay! With all the fun presents and the very good food, the best food you've had all year, and spending your time with family and friends and being close to each other. But of course, there are also some downsides to this, as I am quite sure some of you have already experienced this a couple of years in a row. Today, we're talking about enjoying the festive season and eating without feeling guilty. So I would say let's get right into it. Before we start, we would like you to know that everything we talk about is based on our own opinions and experiences. If you do need advice on your health or fitness journey, please consult a health professional. Also, the chat is open for you to ask questions related to the topic we will be discussing today. We will answer around five of them at the end of this episode. Yes, so what are your... uh plans for this holiday um yeah so this year of course is a bit different for everyone i can imagine um we are still in sort of a lockdown we are um not allowed to see more than three people at a time or uh each day the max is three people inside of a room at least so i will be spending it with just parents so on the first day uh on yeah first day of Christmas, I will go to my boyfriend's parents and we will eat there. Then the next day we'll go to my mom and eat there. And then we'll go to my dad on the third Christmas, which is not really a thing, but it is here. Um, So then I will have seen all my family. And I also wanted to go to my grandmother. So I'm going there next weekend already um, because then I have a week to just make sure I see many people. So I'm not a risk for her. So I'll be very careful this week and then I'll be able to see her because she's uh, been wanting to see me for quite a while. She doesn't believe in the virus at the moment. She uh, she thinks all the, all the measurements we take right now are not that effective. So she just wants me to come. So yeah, I'll try it this way. How about you? Well, uh, regarding like I'm, I do have separate parents, so I will be um, doing Christmas with my mom first and then I will go to my dad two days afterwards because that's when my sister has her birthday so we just kind of like joined in together and he's like here's your Christmas present and here's your birthday present yay so that's what we'll do unfortunately I will not be doing a lot with the rest of the family like my grandmother and such because of all the circumstances that are going around currently but yes Hopefully that will happen next year instead. And what what do you do on Christmas night or evening? Do you eat dinner together and do you exchange presents? Is there any other traditions that you have? Well, yes. Uh, so we'll go there for lunch. Uh, that's what we'll do. And we will eat the uh, traditional lunch that we eat both for Easter, Midsummer and Christmas. We have the same because we're quite boring, uh, but it's tasty. So it's fine. 
and we will eat that and then at three three o'clock um there's always like a program on tv going on that we will watch it's basically the disney characters together and they have like some sort of segments and there's a lot of videos that's quite fun it's like a tradition to watch it every year and then we will exchange some presents talk a bit and then we will drink uh, sing some songs and yeah <laughs> that's it what about you do you have like anything that's just your family or like your culture yeah i think a lot of us uh here in the netherlands uh do something which is called gourmet um <laughs> i'm not sure about the english word but it's like a hot plate in the middle of the table where you put all small pieces of meat uh and small pieces of vegetables and you just grill everything uh, around the table and share your food and stuff which is a lot of fun but it also means that your clothes will be smelly, quite smelly, because you're sitting, uh, yeah, right next to a grill plate all evening. Um, so we always do that for I think one or two nights for Christmas, and then one of the the nights we usually just make very good food, make a lot of it as well, drink a lot of wine. Uh, so I'm always very much looking forward to that, and it depends a bit on the year if we do presents as well, because we also have. Uh, a tradition called Sinterklaas here, which is quite similar. It's a couple of weeks earlier, so it was last uh, the the fifth of December, last weekend, and there we also exchanged gifts. Um, but I didn't celebrate that this year, so that's why we're doing gifts now for Christmas. But I'm mostly very excited about the food. Um, but I can imagine not everyone feels that way, or maybe you are excited about the food, but you are also a bit worried about overeating and how you are going to lose the weight that you've gained during these holidays, for example. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about now. Do you have any concerns about the the food that you're going to eat and indulge? Well, the holidays specifically, they've always been kind of like family-centered and everyone just shares the food on the table so I've always thought that like me feeling guilty would defeat my spirit and everyone else's spirit not like I that I tell them that I feel guilty but I don't really feel guilty because I have never been in a very like downwards position I've not been in a really unhealthy food relationship I guess I've just been eating whatever I want because uh, I'm a very like I'm very into like other people. <laughs> no, but like um, I'm more into like having a lot of fun with my friends and stuff like that. So I don't really care about the food. I, I care more about the atmosphere and the food is a part of the atmosphere. So I just eat whatever I want. However, I do know that there's a lot of people that don't really have a good relationship with their food. And sometimes people don't have really good relationship with their families and that defeats everything but yeah i hopefully um yeah um, i don't really have a bad food relationship i guess what about you well i'm not really worried about the food because uh well first of all the food that we eat during the holidays is not that different from other times of the year so it's just yeah there's vegetables and there's meat and there's a lot of bread but i already eat a lot of bread anyways so it's not really different uh, especially with the gourmetta. <laughs> it sounds so weird to say it in Dutch, but okay. Especially with the gourmetta. Um, it's just a lot of meat that you put on the plate and some vegetables. And I think the one thing that is the most 
Uh, worrying is maybe the, the sauces you eat with it. So like mayonnaise and, and whiskey cocktail sauces, stuff like that. So yeah, but that makes it, that makes it tasty. So I don't want to uh, eat less of that because of a diet or anything. But in general, I am not that worried about food, especially not about dinner, because I think dinner is the most important meal to me because I eat the most vegetables and the most healthy stuff anyways. So, yeah, I'm not that worried for this Christmas. Um, I'm also not someone to eat a lot of chocolate anyways, but I can imagine that some people <laughs> will eat a lot of chocolate during these days because of all the, the, the sweets and the treats that we have for Christmas. But yeah, I don't think it's uh, it will help you at all to feel guilty about this um, because there there are some dangers to feeling guilty about what you are going to eat during the holidays. Maybe you can start with that, Elin. Yes. Um, obviously, if like you're already like struggling to stay in a routine, uh, feeling guilty about eating it will make it like a lot worse, like your whole mood and everything. And if you're like starting up another routine or doing anything else, it can be affected by this because your guilt de- uh, defeats your conscience and everything in your brain becomes like a little fucked up and you're like what what's the point what's the point of me like doing this and that if i'm guilty about it and etc so that's like the first point and of course when you are worrying about this all the time then you might even forget about all the good stuff about the festive season and christmas i mean you're spending this time probably with family or with people that you love and feel comfortable with at least that's what most people hope that will happen during Christmas. I know it's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, just thinking about food all the time will take a lot of that fun out of it. So uh, we are going to tell you a couple of things that might help you to not feel as guilty about eating in general. Another thing, if you are feeling guilty, I know a lot of people will go and try to compensate for that. So if you have eaten a lot, then you will probably think about, well, I will uh, start exercising a bit more around the holidays or afterwards to compensate for the food that I ate. And that's already the first thing that we want to tell you. Stop thinking of food and exercise as a counterbalance because it's not. When you eat something, um, it doesn't mean that you, if you exercise a bit more, then, then it will be gone. It's not that easy. It's not that fast. Um, And something that I want to give you uh, as extra input is a book that is called Just Eat It. Uh, It's written by Laura Thomas and it's about intuitive eating. And she talks a lot about our uh, unhealthy relationship with food and uh, diet culture in general. I can imagine not the whole book is for everyone because she is uh, quite direct about this stuff. But I think it's very interesting for you if you are struggling with this to read this book. Yeah, so I have had a couple of moments where I was thinking about food and exercise as a counterbalance. I have now realized, uh, also reading a lot of research, that this is not, well, something that you can actually counterbalance to. It's not something that you can compare to each other. Eating more doesn't mean that if you exercise more, then it will be gone. But maybe you have some interesting information about this as well, Elin. Well, I mean... Uh, As I said before, I'm not really into like doing a lot of the diet stuff and a lot of the food count and counting the food and staying feeling guilty about eating whatever. Uh, But yes, I do tend to like 
look at myself a lot uh, not only because i love myself but yes there's a lot of like bloating and you know you you look yourself in the mirror i'm just like mm, have i eaten too much today because uh, i'm feeling a little like thicker than normal but yes that's just like bloating it's really no normal and it's a part of your digestion in order for your body to take away the food that you've eaten and take all in all the nutrients and get away everything that's not good for your body so and i've noticed a lot of people and also like fitness youtubers they also tend to touch upon this a lot chloe for example as well like bloating is a part of the process in order for your body to stay good and active and stuff like that and a lot of people feel that uh, bloating is like something to be wary of because they feel like bloating is counterproductive toward towards their goals however it's like it's a part of your body's like workload they it has to do it it has to do it in order for your food to digest in order for everything to go through your body in order to get everything that you need Bloating is a part of the body's process and you shouldn't feel guilty about your body working the way it should be working. And it will go away anyways, so don't think about bloating as a uh, something bad. Yeah, and also be logical about this. I mean, if you eat a bit more than you are used to for a couple of days, that's not going to make you gain that much weight. If you think about eating a meal of 3,500 calories, for example, you know you will not gain all those calories on your body it's going to be just a little bit of fat maybe or not even any fat if it's just one day so if you have a couple of days where you eat more than usual you don't have to worry that it's going to really uh, make you lose all your progress Um, but if if this is a pattern that's going to stay with you for a couple of months if you start eating a lot more during the holidays then maybe make sure that you don't uh, continue this pattern for a couple of months if that's what you are worrying about and a way that you can do this is um, instead of focusing on uh, restricting yourself from so uh, yeah from some foods make it as uh, an addition so here are some examples you can tell yourself, okay, I can enjoy the holidays, but I'm also going to eat a piece of fruit for lunch every day. Not just one piece of fruit. I mean, I mean, add that to your lunch because only one piece of fruit might not be enough for you. Or you tell yourself, okay, I can enjoy the holidays, but I'm also going to walk for 10 minutes each morning. Or I am going to uh, swap out one takeout meal that I'll have on one of the other days for a healthy salad. Or instead of soda i will drink water um yeah so stuff like that so if you feel like you might lose yeah the track that you're going on right now try to think of additions to your uh, routine that will help you to stay on track even though you do, you're going to eat more and maybe a bit less healthy than you are used to yes exactly and something else that's also like a very good example is to be mindful of your eating doing like mindful eating um so making sure that you know that what you're eating and how you're eating and then taking in like the progress according to that so 
basically enjoy the food that is in front of you. It's already there anyway, so why would you let it go to waste and eat super quickly? Because a lot of people have a tendency to eat very quickly when there's a lot of food in front of them. And really like make sure to listen to your body. Are you really hungry now or are you full? If you feel like you're full but there's a little bit more food left, you don't have to eat it. Because why would you eat it when you're already full? You're already eating what your body wants. So why would you eat more? And don't eat the foods that you don't like. It's very simple. You can eat them sometimes. If you don't like salads, for example, you don't need to eat them. But eat them sometimes because they're very healthy and good for your body. Because they have a lot of vitamins and stuff that's good for your body's growth. Yeah, those are some good tips. And the book that I mentioned earlier, we'll talk about this as well. And we'll also talk a lot about when you are hungry, um, there's probably something that you want to eat. If you ask yourself the question, what do I want to eat right now? Um, there will probably be something that you are either craving or something that you restrict yourself from eating um, during these holidays and maybe even during the rest of your life, try to listen to what your body is telling you that you want to eat and listen to that. It's telling you that for a reason. So especially during the holidays, if you feel like wanting to eat the stuff that's in front of you on the table, it's the holiday season for <laughs> a reason. The reason is food. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, just try not to be as hard on yourself because as we said before, uh, feeling guilty about it is not going to do any any good. It's going to make you enjoy the holidays a lot less. And if the guilt does start to set in, which I can totally imagine, uh, this is very blunt to say, but tell it to take a hike. I mean, it's it's that's easier said than done. I realize that. I understand that. But if you do feel guilty, just tell yourself that, okay, I am feeling this way, but... This food is in front of me. I don't want it to go to waste. I want to actually eat it. So make that decision and then let it go. And if you don't want to eat it, that's also fine. Make that decision for yourself and then don't eat it. But feeling guilty about it is not going to help you with anything. Uh, this is something that I've experienced a lot. It's not related to food, but I used to uh, still do have a lot of trouble with making decisions. Uh, for example, when I wanted to go to uh, Sweden for half a year, I was very much in doubt for half a year deciding whether I wanted to go or not because there were so many things that I was worried about, but also so many things that I was excited about. And my mother, very wise mother, just told me, no matter what decision you're ma you'll make, once you've made the decision, you will always start to doubt it and think that the other one was the right decision. But you've made that decision for a reason. You've probably weighed the pros and cons. You've thought about it a lot. And then once you've made the decision, you're going to look back and think, crap, maybe the other one was a better decision. But you made it for a reason. So um, you are going to feel guilty about making whatever decision you made. And uh, just realize that that's something that is going to happen even when you are making that decision. And it will help you to not feel as guilty about it or at least be able to relativate that it's something that's happening all the time. So same thing with food. If you decide not to eat it or decide to eat it, coming back to it later, it's not going to help you. You already decided. You decided it weighing the pros and cons. So let's just leave it at that. Some other things that can help you if you start feeling the guilt setting in, Elin. Yes, make sure to be logical. One pound is 
around 3,500 calories. And a piece of pie or like a piece of dessert, an extra cookie or nothing uh, or anything, is not going to add up to even nearly a pound. So you don't need to have to feel guilty about uh, your weight going up or anything like that because you're not nearly eating enough for that to change at all, for example. And um, one unhealthy meal is not going to cause you to gain weight, just like one healthy meal doesn't cause you to lose weight. This is really important to think about because you're always going around about, oh my god, what if I eat an ice cream today? What if I eat a bit of chocolate today? I need to do everything to not make sure that I gain weight. However, if you eat like one piece of salad, or like you eat a salad bar, like whatever, I don't know what you're eating, it's not going to change right after that. It's not going to change. You're not going to lose 10 pounds of weight just because you ate a bit of salad. It's a really long process to lose weight, but also a really long process to gain weight. And when you tend to feel guilty about eating one thing, you have a tendency to eat a lot of more things correlated to that thing because you're feeling guilty about it. You're like, I just ate a bit of candy. Why don't I eat this whole candy thing that I have over here? Because I already ate one piece, so I'm just going to already gain the weight or anything. If you're really onto your weight and stuff like that but it's a it's the same thing all the way around you feel very good if you've eaten one piece of salad you're like oh i'm so healthy now i just ate a protein bar or something instead of eating a chocolate bar however it won't really change much because you just start it and it's not going to change within one day yeah and the same thing goes for uh if you're not even worried about the weight but just a healthy or unhealthy eating Eating a bit unhealthy for a couple of days is not going to uh, ruin your body for the rest of your life. So that's the same thing as well. Um, And if you are struggling with this, which I can imagine you are, um, try to aim for progress and not for perfection. Because if you want to do everything perfectly and follow every tip we just gave you, that's probably not going to help you. So don't fall into an all or nothing mindset. Don't try to be super healthy or let everything go if that's not working for you, if you know that you're going to feel guilty about it. For example, just tell yourself that you're going to try to do it better. And even if that doesn't work, maybe you'll try it again next year. And maybe next year you will feel a bit better because you've had a whole year to prepare for it. Just don't be too hard on yourself, especially during this time. Um, Of course, we're in a weird year this year and also... Um, there's maybe some pressure on you for your family being there everyone being together try not to be hard on yourself and focus on progression and not perfection yes so we would originally go through the questions now however i feel like we haven't talked about much about the the holidays like there was really a lot to talk about i guess so i have like an example now this is just right of the blue because we've only been going on for half an hour do you want to throw in some traditions uh yeah sure go ahead yeah because this was quite uh, short uh, i wanted to throw in some traditions for example that not every place has for example when for me we had the uh, 
the TV that we put on and watch this program every year. And we have a, a Christmas goat that we put up every year and it gets burnt down because people like to burn it down for some reason. Uh, so for example, for example, so that's always been like very fun. We have a lot of traditions for going here. We have the midsummer, for example, which not every country has. I don't know if it's just Sweden that has it, but or if it's like in other Scandinavian countries. But yes, we have something called mid- midsummer where we celebrate the longest day in during the year. So midsummer we have the day where the sun is up the longest. And we're like, yay. So what you do is I read into this and you make a uh, you make a mm, how should I call it? Uh, it's not really supposed to be like this. However, in the uh, in history, you made a dick out of um out of like tree stumps. Roots. Put it into <laughs> and then you put it into the ground and you decorated with um leaves and stuff. However, now you don't. So basically, we have a tradition where you put down a, a tree stump inside the ground and you dance around it for a while, and you eat the same food that you eat on Christmas. So we're kind of boring. We don't have a lot of fun traditions here. However, you might have anything that's fun. Yeah, so I talked about Sinterklaas very shortly uh, at the beginning. Um, Sinterklaas, it sounds like Santa Claus, but it's not. It's a Dutch version, uh, and it's uh, a guy that arrives on a boat at the end of November, and he has some helpers as well, and a, and a horse that used to be called Amerigo. I don't remember what the new horse is called, but anyways, he comes on a boat uh, from Spain to the Netherlands with a lot of gifts. And then children uh, in the, I think, two weeks that Sinterklaas is in the Netherlands uh, can put their shoe at the fireplace or at the at the door. And then uh, Sinterklaas will come with his horse on the roof and his helpers. And then we will drop or they will drop uh, presents down the chimney and put them in your uh, in your shoe. Um, and then on the 5th of December, uh, it's his birthday. So we all celebrate that. So we uh, go uh, and have dinner together again. We will probably just go gourmet again. Um, and then at one point, there will be a knock on the door. And when we open the door, one of the helpers will have left one big bag or more big bags full of presents. Because, well, it's his birthday. He is giving all of us presents. So... All the presents will be uh, well will then be opened, and on some of them there will also be a a poem as well, um, and that poem will be about you and about whether you have been a good girl or a bad girl, and if you have been a bad girl, then you will probably be taken to Spain with Sinterklaas. <laughs> so children always try to be very good because Sinterklaas is watching; he's always watching. Um, so yeah, then we open a lot of gifts and thanks Sinterklaas for it, sing a couple of songs about him, and. Then two weeks later is Christmas and we do sort of the same thing. So we have double presents in uh, in the Netherlands, which is great. I think that's the most important one. Yeah. Do you do you like just do present on Santa Claus Day or do you do it like in on the actual Christmas Day as well? Uh, I think that really depends on the family. Uh, when you have small children, I think Santa Claus is the most important holiday. So that's where you have a lot of presents. And then during Christmas, you get like one or two or none at all. It really depends on the family as well. But now that no one 
sorry for all the children, believes in Sinterklaas anymore, which is probably around the age of seven or eight, then you usually swift a bit towards uh, Christmas and give more presents there. But it really depends on the family. It's really different. Uh, I don't have any brothers or sisters. So uh, when I didn't believe in Sinterklaas anymore, there was no point to make him come to our door and give us presents. And Christmas is a lot more about family. So then we, uh, yeah, move to that holiday instead for the presents. A lot of presents and a lot of food, which is good. Yeah, sounds fun. We, I also remember something. We have like uh, Christmas socks that you put outside your like bedroom door, and then every like the morning of the uh, like the Christmas, yeah, the stockings. We have those as well. And then during the morning, you get an extra present in there. And in my family, we. I used to have a tree just like outside one of our houses uh, and every year it would have like um, a lot of stuff on it like that would fall down and I would always pick it up because if I got if I picked up enough I would get another present uh, it was just my mom and dad's way to make me do stuff but yeah I got another present for that <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, uh, Christmas or at least Santa Claus derived from Santa Claus. I think Santa Claus is uh, it's a saint, actually. Um, don't know what his name used to be, but he used to be a saint that gave presents to the poor. And that's how Santa Claus came to be. And now Santa Claus sounds quite similar. Oh, of course, he's called Saint Nicholas. And the stockings, I think, are just <laughs> they derive from the shoes, I guess. And the presents, yeah, it's just two weeks later, but it's quite similar. Instead of putting them uh, beneath a tree with the glass, you just put them down the chimney. Quite similar. Um, anyways, shall we maybe get back into uh, the questions then, now that we're done? Yes, let's go to the questions. One thing I wanted to add, Sophia made a very good uh, addition to what we were just talking about. She says her dietitian told her yesterday that we have three reasons for why we eat. And the first one is to fuel your body. The second one is conviviality. And the third one is pleasure. And especially during the holidays, I think those, the last few are um, very important because you are having a holiday with your family and your friends you're trying to enjoy that so pleasure is of course very important in that as well just so try to use uh, that reason to fuel your body or that reason to eat for the holidays keep that in mind maybe so let's go through the questions so question number one have you ever engaged in exercise or food related resolutions because of feeling like you slacked during the holidays have you, Anna? Well, um, the thing is, if I know that I'm not going to reach a goal or be able to maintain a resolution, then I don't want to make it because I don't want to feel like I failed. So no, I have not really made any food or exercise related resolutions, though I have done dry January once because during that December month, I did drink a lot of alcohol and I thought, well, let's see if I can go a month without it. And it was actually quite easy. So that was the only resolution I made. I said, in January, I'm not going to drink any alcohol. And it was quite easy to do for me. Uh, but I don't make any resolutions that I know I'm not going to achieve because then I will only feel sorry and feel guilty 
for not being able to reach it. How about you? Well, I used to do it like when I first started working out and had all this wrong information that you get from society that you should look and feel and do certain things a certain way. So I used to used to be a lot do a lot of those like resolutions. I'm usually I'm I'm not going to eat this because of this. Uh, I it was like Eastern time and you eat a lot of chocolate during Easter. So I'm just like I'm not going to eat anything or blah blah blah. Uh, but that was when I. I was a little bit younger and I sound like I'm so old. I was like, in my old days, I used to do this. Uh, but no, I've, I've stopped doing it because I've realized that it doesn't like define anything. And it's not me. I'm not really into doing stuff like that, uh, that way, uh, because it doesn't really, it's not really productive for me and doesn't really work for me. So no, I have not done it for a long time. So you also don't have any resolutions that are not food or exercise related then? Uh, well, no, not currently. Well, I have resolutions to finish my homework, but that's that's something else that I must do. <laughs> but no, I don't really <laughs> have a lot of resolutions. Very important one as well. Yeah, and me neither. Um, I think one resolution that I want to make is, is uh, make more time for my friends and family. But I'm sure that'll be uh, achievable one not in lockdown anymore anyways so I hope that'll be that I'll be able to achieve that one at least okay second question um earlier on in the episode I said that um you can use addition instead of subtraction for example say that you will eat a piece of fruit for lunch each day and then feel less guilty and Leanna made a very right comment or made a question about this saying would adding things like a piece of fruit or walking every day not enforce the feeling that you have to earn food and yeah you're probably right I think it really depends on you as a person because as I said before uh, everyone's relationship with food is different and for some people it might work if you tell yourself okay instead of eating cookies with lunch I will eat fruit and then I'll feel a lot less guilty about dinner for other people that might make you want to make every food that you eat uh, that you have to earn it by walking first before you can eat a certain piece of food or uh, eating fruit so that you can eat something else it's really personal and I'm I'm quite sure that you probably know for yourself if this will work for you or if it won't work for you so if you are trying to be less strict about eating during the holidays of course take everything that we said in mind but yeah you have to think about and reflect on the way that you feel towards food and the way the relationship that you have with food and take our tips into into account but make sure that it's something that works for you i'm quite sure that you know what your relationship is so use the tips that we that you think will work for you and be realistic about this uh, it's good to prepare for this season as well. It's not Christmas yet. So you now have some time to think about it, think about your relationship, maybe even read the book that I recommended, just eat it. And I'm sure that you will, you can think of things that will work for you. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add to that. I feel like you proved your point quite literally. So I will go into the next question. Do you have any experience with family, friends, making food shaping comments around the holidays? And what would be a good way to deal with that? Uh, my family has always been very positive with whatever they're eating and doing whatever. 
so I have not been a victim to the food shaming, fortunately. Um, so I don't, I don't have any experience to to come from, and I've always been quite, I'm quite like open minded and quite strong in my mindset. So I wouldn't really take that into heart, anyways. But uh, that's just because I am the way I am. Do you have any experience or anything that you could touch upon, Anna? No, not really, to be honest. Um, my family is also quite fond of food and good food as well. So we don't really um, make comments about that. Although my mother usually goes for a salad if we eat something that has a lot of carbs, for example. She'll just eat a salad instead. And I, yeah, we don't really comment on that or anything. We just let her eat what she wants to eat. Of course, we try to tell her that she doesn't have to worry about this because the food is good and you need the food. But yeah, it's something that she's worried about. But I can imagine that a lot of people do experience this. So maybe we can think about some things that you can do to deal with this. Of course, you can always address this to your family if you feel like they are food shaming you. You can just tell them that you are trying to enjoy it and that it's something that you actually want to eat and tell them that you... Yeah, that what you want to eat is more important than what it will do to your body. But I have to think about this for for a bit to come up with a with advice. So maybe you have something already. <laughs> Obviously, they don't will not under. There's sometimes that your parents and your family and stuff like that will not understand the situation you're in and make unnecessary comments that they might not think will hurt you. However, you will feel like it's affects you but like in my case I would be like I'm as I said I'm very open-minded so they don't know your situation hence they don't know that it's affecting you so obviously I can tell they're not doing it in any bad way so I wouldn't really take it into heart but I I don't know it's quite hard to uh, think from like another perspective since I have not been in that perspective so I don't think like it's also very like personality wise there's a lot of people who would talk back and be like you're what you're saying is really affecting me and there's a lot of people that would just take it into heart and really think about it and cry about it later so and since I'm none of those people really I I don't really have like a straightforward answer to it yeah, of course, something to take into account is that uh, when someone is food shaming, that probably says a lot more about them and their relationship with food than it says about you. Um, it's uh, something that you talked about during the opinions episode as well. Of course, everyone's different and everyone's experience with things is different. So you don't know um, how so- where someone is coming from. So you can ask them why they are saying the things that they are saying. And I also see that Leon added that it was about uh, people saying stuff like, oh, it doesn't matter, it's Christmas, or, oh, we'll start dieting again in January. Um, if someone says something like that, yeah, just uh, let them be, I guess. I mean, you don't have to have an opinion about that or respond to that if that's not something that you agree with or don't uh, agree with. And if someone is food shaming you, uh, I think you have every right to tell them that that's not something that you are happy about, that you don't accept someone food shaming you for eating what you want to eat and them 
having an opinion about that. I mean, they can just keep that opinion to themselves. They don't have to call you out for that. So uh, in my opinion, you have every right to tell them to not comment on your food or eating habits. Uh, so yeah, just ask them to stop if it's really making you feel bad about it. And if they don't stop after that, well, that says more about them than it says about you, right? Try not to worry about that too much. Yes, exactly. And some people have a tendency to, just because you're not like them, you're not like eating like them, they will try to push you to eat like them and they will belittle you for not doing that. However, you're not the same person as they are. You do not do the same thing that, as they do. So they don't have the right to do that to you at all because you're another person and they're their, their own person. So them trying to shame you and do anything else is like just belittling you in every kind of way. And you do not have to stand for that, even if it's like a family member or anything, because you, you're your own person and you do your own decisions. You have to make your own decisions yourself. You don't have to have someone influence you in any way. Yeah. Okay. And a final thing that I just thought of is remember that food is, it's not the same as, um, how do I say this? Food has no morals. So what I'm trying to say is you're not a bad person. If you, if you eat cake or you're not an amazing person, if you eat kale or a salad or something. So affirm to yourself that food does not define your worth so food is not something that defines whether you are a good person or if you are uh, worthy of being at the table we being with your friends food has no morals try to keep that in mind as well and i think on that note we can finish this episode yes exactly so we have just talked about uh, food and the holidays and hopefully if you had some kind of problems you find some tips or you at least got reassured that it's not your fault or anything like that and hopefully everything is going to be good this holiday and you will feel happy and you will do everything that makes yourself happy and we will see you next time Yes, guys, enjoy the holidays with your friends and family or at least anyone that you can see during these weird times. And try not to worry about other stuff that much. Worry about being happy, okay? And we will see you indeed next time. And if we don't see you before Christmas, Merry Christmas! Yes, Merry Christmas! Just in case you weren't here at the start, this podcast is primarily based on our opinions and experiences. If you do have questions about your health or your fitness journey, please consult a health professional and we will see you next time.